Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest has a name that will be familiar to many. We're joined by John Buller, the founder and director of Here the Music Ministries and the Levite Summit. Although the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted his career in many ways, he continues to stay on top. John Buller has changed the way he does things, and he's offering Hear the Music Mondays, and that's done online virtually. He's also offering coaching to worship leaders, where he gives individual advice and encouragement to help worship leaders overcome the challenges that they are facing in their ministry. Today on Connections, John Buller will share with us what he's up to these days and share with us how we can get through this difficult time. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by recording artist John Buller. He's also the founder and director of Hear the Music Ministries and the Levite Summit. Let's start with Hear the Music. That's where most people will remember you from back in the good old days in Winnipeg and your Hear the Music nights uh, at the theater there. Uh, Tell us how things have been going for you since you've made the move to BC. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, Yeah, Hear the Music was a really special time for me in in southern Manitoba there and we actually did oh man every every month an event for about five years uh so that would have been like 60 60 like worship concerts with people all over uh coming and it was so special and exciting and it was kind of it wasn't hard to to leave in the sense that I knew I had to be obedient to sort of what was happening next uh but it certainly was hard to leave in the sense that like walking away or or kind of departing from those connections uh no pun intended to the podcast broadcast here um and uh and going to vernon um just such special people such um meaningful times of uh, you know, of worship, of of connecting with God, of being pointed to Him, but um, it, I was I ended up in Vernon somehow. We really felt like we needed to make that step, and so I came to Vernon uh, to be a worship pastor. I was offered a job here at Vernon Alliance Church, and I did that for twelve years, um, and then recently resigned to return to the hear the music stuff. Actually. Uh, but it looks a little bit different. And so, um, yeah, these past 12, 15 years, we kept Hear the Music going as a project-based kind of thing. So sometimes I would tour. I came back to Winnipeg a few times to do events, or we did Hear the Music Night. We actually started doing it here in BC. And that went really, it was it was good, but it had its own sort of life cycle and kind of ended for a little while. And um, it it. We, we were led into uh, this um, conference thing. Uh, I guess what happened is I realized fairly quickly in Winnipeg that we were gathering people not only to worship, but also to learn together about worship and about the arts and about leadership. And so that's what happened uh, next for me and is what I'm kind of working on now um, is uh, how do we continue to encourage and equip and affirm the people that are still trying really hard in their best uh, with their, with their best abilities to tell God's story through the arts and through leadership and stuff like that. What, 
why do you think that became important to you, John? Like not just leading people in worship and singing and raising your hands together, but to teach worship leaders and equip them. Um, that's a good question. And honestly, I don't really know, Mike. I think <laughs> the to be to be yeah to be completely honest is very accidental for me. It was just kind of I looked around. You know, even as we were doing here the music nights in Winnipeg at the at the Burton Cummings there at the Walker, um, I looked around. I'm like, oh, okay. It seems like um, there's always a group of people that turn up. Um, some of them that are uh, coming into it, that are realizing um, this is what they want to do, or they're hungry to learn more. So the the ministry events kind of became the uh, the training ground uh for the for the mentorship or for the um you know for the equipping in in that sense and so when i so it was just very accidental and as i uh observed that i thought well maybe we should be more intentional about this and um you know now i guess i'm at the age and stage that i think it's it's a way that i i would like to contribute um that hopefully goes beyond me that you know, when I, when I can't do it or, um, for some, for some normal human reason, it's done. Um, I've, uh, I've poured into, uh, to other people that can continue to, to do what they're meant to be doing. You're now doing Hear the Music Mondays online virtually. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so this whole last year has been um, a real challenge. Uh, I I think back in March, about a year ago, I just got, like many people, probably uh, really grumpy. Um, and uh, I, because what happened for me is I knew, um, I kind of finally felt like after quite a few years of not really knowing what would, what would be next. I finally knew what I was going to do and how, how I was going to do it and had a great team around me and just was feeling like, okay, this is, this is finally starting to make sense. And, um, I, it, it took me a couple months to get kind of shaken out of my stupor and my stubbornness and realize that I didn't have to change, uh, what I was doing. I just had to change how how I was doing it, right? And so maybe um, being a bit more open to learning new things, and that's part of what why the uh, the Levite Summit went online, obviously, and um, and why we started doing Hear the Music Night live streams uh, instead of the Hear the Music Night events, and it's also why I'm doing Hear the Music Mondays and. What that has become is just for me, I needed something that uh, I needed. It would, how can I say this? We, we lost some of the rhythm of life because everything changed so significantly, right? Uh, even our church rhythms have changed um, and still trying to figure out how to, how to plug in with that. Lots of us. Uh, and so here, the Music Mondays is a rhythm for me that that really helps me on my end of things to just know, okay, every Monday, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to have three songs prepared that 
look and sound hopefully really good because I, I want it to be great. Obviously, as an artist, you want what you're offering people to be um, enjoyable and sound and look good. Um, but then also maybe for other people that have felt like they are sort of missing a bit of a weekly rhythm. So here, the music Mondays is a is a is a fifteen minute, fifteen sixteen minutes of musical worship and maybe a prayer or a thought from me. It's really simple. It's not long. It's usually just me. So far, it's just been me. We've done four episodes, um, and I do it all by myself. I do it here in my. I, I built a basement video studio, and I sort of relearned some engineering um, on Pro Tools so that I can mix it myself. And it means that I can do it without depending on a, a, a larger team, which is complicated right now because it's still the way the world is. It's hard to, you know, bring people into your home or, or folks are not necessarily healthy or whatever it is. And yes, and, and it's a weekly rhythm of, of worship. And um, just it's been kind of really special. I've had some great little conversations with people online. I pre-tape it. Um, so it gives me a chance to kind of um, not make it perfect, but make it maybe a little bit better than the, the sort of quickie live Facebook broadcasts that are great for a certain purpose, but maybe not for this. And it also lets me be online then with people yeah. while we're worshiping, you know, and we can chat and we can say, hey, what do you, can I pray for you or, you know, what's what you know are are you needing a, a bit of hope or encouragement or whatever so yeah here the music mondays it's on facebook and it's on uh youtube and it's on instagram at uh at htm ministries have you through this season have you found it harder to be creative or have you found uh creativity coming out of you in, in uh, different ways um i almost can't keep up right now mike it's nice. uh <laughs> It's good. It's a good problem. Um, I, but it took a while, like, um, man, starting in March, like I say, just going through that, the frustration of life and not wanting to change probably wasn't until, um, the mid fall, like September, October. And I just, I needed, I, I actually, it was Winnipeg. It was Winnipeg. Thank you, Winnipeg, Southern Manitoba, that kind of got me, that shook me loose a little bit because we had a Levite Summit public conference planned and we had mm, probably about 100 people already registered for it in the summer and it was supposed to happen in November. And we had to do something like you can't just, well, you can, I guess you could just cancel it. <laughs> but I didn't want to do that. Like, what are we going to do? So we, we, um, we reshaped the Levite Summit as an online experience. And once I finally got a bit of like vision um, and, and started kind of getting back into that work, then um, for myself, I realized just mentally and like my mental health and my spiritual health, I don't think was really great. And part of my therapy was going, was trying to get back to creativity. So I re I released, um, uh, do it again. I went back into the studio and, and recorded, uh, one of my favorite worship tunes and that, uh, CHVN and a, a bunch of other radio stations are playing. Thank you guys very much for doing that. And that was so good for me. And it seemed to 
be good for other people because folks are playing it and listening to it and responding to it. And uh, so that has kind of opened the, uh, opened the tap, so to speak. And now I'm kind of like, Oh man, I've got all these songs and <laughs> ideas. And um, so yeah, head, heading back into the studio probably in a, in a few weeks here to nice. To work you also on. recently just um, released your version of a Steve Bell song too. tell us about how that came about. Well, so here the music Monday is I have this happy problem of having to have three what I feel are great songs. Like I can't just, you know, no, no, uh, no recording artists and most worship leaders, I would say, want to just play a song. They want there needs to be something kind of special about it or a good energy or a, a, a nice moment or whatever. And it's actually kind of hard to. I remember now, like at sun, when I was a worship pastor, Sundays come around with amazing regularity. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. um, and so it's hard to be fresh every week. But And so that's that's why the Steve Bell thing popped up. I was just sitting, uh, thinking and, and, and planning for a Hear the Music Monday. And I thought, man, what, what, are, what are some of the songs that I can put on my hit list here? So, by the way, if any listeners right now, have songs that you want to suggest for this weekly worship thing, please just mm. find me at HTM ministries or my email is John at John com. No, H- how about anything by Petra? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? Petra. Petra. <laughs> they're not a band. They're an institution. That's right. <laughs> um, Oh, I'm trying to think of the one that we used to sing all the time. Uh, There's a higher place to go. Oh, Beyond Belief. Yeah. Beyond Belief. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good one. (laughs) I I saw Petra at uh, the Walker Theater so many years ago. Good memory. So anyway, yeah, that's how the Steve Bell one came came up. But the thing was, and it was funny because Steve posted and kind of agreed with me, I guess, in a sense, is uh, I thought, gee, what, what can we is there anything that I could um, humbly, humbly offer to this song? And I thought, well, God is a, certainly a protector and he, he has been for many of us in this last year, but what else has he been? Well, he's a provider. He's a sustainer. He's uh, a defender. Like, and so I was just thinking about, you know, who or what am I calling crying out to God for right now? And, and I added a couple of verses. <laughs> I didn't ask his permission. I just <laughs> did it. And then I asked afterwards, actually, um, but before I hit play on the broadcast. And um, yeah, and, and I kind of liked it. I thought, geez, this is, I I enjoy this. I'm going to, I'll take the risk. And uh, so there's a couple of verses in a bridge that I added that we used to do at this song at the Walker Theater 15 years ago. I'll, like, it's hard to believe how long ago that was, but um and we kind of changed it into this really hard rock song and steve came one time to play with us and he said ah we're gonna do god our protector but john johnny wrecked it and uh so i thought and you know in his uh sort of facetious kind of humorous way we all had a good laugh about that but i thought i'm gonna try again (laughs) see if he likes it better this time I have an interesting question going back to the good old days of you in Winnipeg and at the Burton Cummings Theater. That place was always packed. I remember always being up in the nosebleeds and Uh, I could feel the whole balcony shaking. But what was that like for you being on stage and getting to share 
God's love, but also getting to receive all of that and to see all of that. Yeah, it's pretty special. I, there's a couple things I remember about that, Colleen. One was I, before all of that happened, I remember um, for some reason I was asked to come and participate in some sort of uh, group artist thing. Uh, Steve Bell was there and, and you know, uh, Rob Wilson, Fresh IE, and a few other Winnipeg artists. And um, Steve played Wings of an Eagle and it, and the theater was quite full. Maybe it was pack, packed out. I don't remember exactly, but I remember it was all of us. We were told, okay, everybody comes on the stage. Steve's going to play and we just back him up kind of this group sing thing that you do sometimes at concerts. And I thought to myself, man, this is a really special moment. Um, and so when we were doing, when we started here, the music, the first couple of them were at the meeting place and which was amazing. And the meeting place is a very special place in my heart as a, a place of, of worship and mentorship where I was poured into um, for years and years. And, but we thought, you know what, let's take it out of the church so that the general public can enter into an experience that's um, inclusive, not exclusive and, you know, very interactive and uh, so I remember the first Hear the Music Night at the Walker Theater, and I thought, okay, are people going to come to this thing? Because I didn't know what I was doing, frankly. Like, we, <laughs> we, you know, there wasn't really, you know, well, there certainly wasn't social media. I mean, I think I was, we're just kind of doing um, digital uh like digital communication sort of stuff and email and attaching posters and stuff. But the main way of marketing was through sent, like actually going out and putting posters up and talking to people and sending faxes and writing press releases and all that kind of stuff. And so are people going to come to this thing? And I walked out about 15 minutes before we'd done all the setup and we're, we went and had our prayer time in the back and, um all the stuff that became part of our routine on a hear the music day and I, I walked out and I peeked around the curtain there's about 500 people in the theater and it really felt full like I think the main floor held 800 people and once you had about 500 then you'd open the balcony and and so uh like I was emotional I, I think I cried I know I cried. <laughs> I was standing there. I'm like, there are people here. There are 500 people here. And all they want is to worship God with music. Like we were so hungry for that. And, and we still are, but you know, there was a youth about it for me that was like, I love going to church and I love leading worship at my church. Cause we can, they let us turn the volume up and we, we can rock out in God's presence. Uh, and it's, amazing but we only usually get to do three or four songs what if we could do 10 or 12 you know all that's all we wanted to do is play at the feet of god there was no mm -hmm. there was no other real sort of motivation for it but let's just play at the feet of god in, with with worship music and and a lot of other people wanted to do that too and it was just so so fulfilling uh john we're running out of time but i want to know you mentioned you were in kind of a difficult season before this most recent season, uh, both with your mental health and spiritual health. 
how did you worship through that? I'm wondering how you could encourage others or the importance of worship, even in the midst of those struggles, or were you able to worship in the midst of that season? Yeah, I think when you find, there's a couple of things I think about that, Mike, thanks for asking, and I'll try and be a bit more concise. Um, one is relationship is just hugely important because a lot of times we don't, we've, we feel uh, sort of isolated. If even certainly artists often feel alone and leaders, um, ironically, that lead lots of people feel alone and isolated, mm-hmm. but I think everybody does. And so, um, you know, we sort of, I think uh, wrongly think that we have to find our own way out of it with God or, uh, maybe we're, we don't have that kind of a faith and, and we just think, okay, I got to buck up and figure this out, but we're not willing to be open or vulnerable with people. And that's the biggest thing for me that helped me was, um, uh, reaching out. And, and, I, and I would encourage other people if they're feeling that way and maybe they don't feel like, you know, sometimes Christians have this experience or non-Christians too. Uh, I can't hear God. I'm trying, but I can't. Um, a lot of times we'll hear and experience uh, God and be moved to worship him through meaningful relationships with other people. And so to be able to reach out to other people and to be vulnerable uh, with people. I, I was just reading before we came online here, I was reading this C.S. Lewis quote, and it says this, um, if, if I would be allowed to share this with you guys, I hope this is okay. Yeah. Um, to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping your heart intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. That's from uh, C.S. Lewis, The Four Loves. So isn't that crazy? He's saying, oh, yeah, you can you can protect your heart from being broken. You know, but like, look what happens when you do that. We, we need to open ourselves up and we need to take that risk. And I think when we do, we're able to really see and move out of our selfishness and into an experience of, of God and his, his, uh, his love for us. And so that's, that's probably the, the thing that, that helped me the most was to, uh, you know, I don't know, quit being so selfish and think that I have to do it or, or, or whatever. I love that though. That's great. For those who want to learn more about what you're doing, want to find out what's up next for you, how can they go about doing that? Um, yeah, so htmministries.com uh, or yeah, that's probably the best place or just search Hear the Music Ministries on your social media feeds and I uh, would, would love that if um, we could connect with people that way. I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm just um, heading back into the studio so I'll have a chance to release some new music but if I could just share with you guys quickly um i have i'm just starting i don't i can't announce the branding yet um but a new portal and some of this is already uh already live so there's free worship videos because we've been doing so much online music video stuff for worship we're 
we're packaging those as single songs that are free. And I know like music is already <laughs> completely free all over the internet, but at least this way you don't have to wade through everything <laughs> to find what you really want. Um, if, <laughs> if this is what you really want, um, uh, worship videos for small group or church worship uh, for free. That's and awesome. You can, and you know, you just know what to expect. And, I just uh, think so it, like so many, so many small, small churches can really take advantage of that or large churches even too. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's already, you know, a dozen or more songs, but there'll be 40, 50 songs there soon that you can download for free uh, for your personal worship or for your church or for your small group. That's at htmministries.com. I've just started my, uh, a one-on-one coaching online coaching so if you want to book some time and, and uh, hang out with me and, and talk and figure things out, I would love to do that. That's at the same place, uh, the same website. And of course, to hear the music Mondays on uh, YouTube and, and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, come and join me on Monday at noon Pacific time uh, or any time after. Like there's four episodes now that are still online and they'll stay up. So I'd love to see you on, on any of those um, any of those feeds. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, good talking with you again, John. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Colleen. And thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.